Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Secure the Insecure with Johnny Seafoot is sponsored by Jennings and Co-Financial Planning, helping to make sense of money. Hello and welcome to Secure the Insecure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seafoot and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. This week, you will remember him from Love Island Series 4 back in 2018, the year that Danny Dyer and Jack Finchon won. But he was only in there for three days. And I was watching Make Me Famous on the iPlayer this week. And it got me thinking. And it got me thinking about reality stars. We know the big reality stars like the Kem and the Ambers of the world who have gone on to do other things. But what about the reality stars that get put on a TV show, don't go all the way, and then come out the other side? They still want to have a career. They still need to make money. They've still got a mortgage to pay, but they're not always given those fair chances. They're put in a weird world of social media and you either swim or you sink. And I was really interested to find out from a Love Island star what happens when you're put on a show like that, when you've got a career that already defines you and when you've got a clear goal, but your external stimuli have a different set of ideas for you. So joining me this week on the podcast, I'm delighted to say that Kieran Nichols joins me. Hello, Kieran. Hello, mate. How are you doing? You okay? I'm all right. How are you? Very well, thank you, mate. So, let's go pre-Love Island. So, pre-2018, your whole world revolves around fitness anyway. Tell me a bit about what you were doing pre-Love Island. Okay, so I um, recently uh, moved to London uh, to become a personal trainer. Um, And I've been doing that for two or three years before um, I got the call. Um, And so, yeah, basically just completely changed my life around. I was living in a small village in Suffolk. Um, and doing a job, I didn't really necessarily see it going anywhere that I imagined my life being, um, and took the plunge, moved to London, and then never looked back, really. And when you decided to do Love Island, was it you that went to them, or did they come to you? So they come to me. So this is where a lot of people don't really know my story, which is quite um, it's quite interesting. So I was um, I was actually going to compete in a bodybuilding show because, you know, like I said, I moved to London, started um, getting heavily involved in within fitness and, 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 you know, just really focusing on myself, um, where I was literally doing what you would say an influencer would do anyway. So I was documenting every single thing I was doing every single day, such as my training, uh, my, my nutrition, 
Um, I'd literally share my workouts all over my Instagram. I actually set up a different page just to keep it solely um, related to, in, uh, to fitness. Um, and then literally, I one day I got up, it was, a, uh, it was six weeks out from the competition. And I had a um, photo shoot booked in. And the morning I got up, I then got a random phone call off, off someone from um, the Love Island cast or the Love Island producers um, asking me that they've been watching my stories over the last two months um, and they're interested in getting me on the show. So it all came out of the absolute blue. I had no idea. Um, I, I'm, I'm never that type of person to kind of get excited about something until it actually happens. So I literally just carried on doing what I was doing. I still thought I was going to be competing, so I still still um, kept to my diet, still kept to my training. And then, like, literally within a space of a week, I'd gone from the phone call to then being in the villa. So it was like... Uh, but I only spoken to them three times in that week, so it was all very rushed. So it literally felt so weird because I'd gone from sitting on my sofa to then being in that villa, and it was just it was just complete madness, really. I want to basically refer to Make Me Famous on the iPlayer, the Reggie Eighties drama, because I think it's quite interesting doing this now when you're talking about your journey to getting onto Love Island to parallel with the show, which basically shows uh, the main guy being given these auditions, being told, right, you're going to have the sexual chat, being told you've got to be comfortable on camera, being told, right, what makes you different from everyone else? Are you comfortable with us giving you talking points? What was it for you in that pre-going on Love Island? And did you ever think, actually, I don't want to do this. This doesn't represent the brand that I'm creating in the fitness world for myself. It's a, it's a good question. Um, and when I was watching Make Me Famous, everything that was going on in that on that programme was so relatable to kind of like, uh, my journey, if you like, and, and you know, I haven't spoken deeply with any other islanders about their actual journey at the start or or during or whatever. But for me, it was kind of like exactly that. I did, I did obviously think about will this, you know, um, you know, ruin my brand. But I, you know, I, I obviously went on there um, for what I could get out of it. I didn't go on there to find love, and the producer. That, that's one of the questions the producers ask you, um, and I was honest with everything I said. But it, it does kind of put you in a position where you do second think everything that you're, that you're first that first comes to mind. Because all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're getting, you know, questions chucked at you and they're kind of like trying to make make you answer in a way that they want you to answer. Um, and they, you know, you, you're gone into that interview, if you like, already thinking of what they kind of want from you. So then you're already changing your mindset and already trying to think of an answer before you've even had the question. So it is, it is quite a bit like, full on and, and you think you know what should I say here what should I say there but yeah it was a bit of a madness but for me because it was so quick I didn't really have that many questions face to face um not until I went for all the you know the sexual checks and stuff like that they then started asking me other questions face to face but it wasn't really um like that intense for me because I've already had all that stuff all over the phones so then you go into the villa and you last three days how was that for you that you've made it to the top? You're on Love Island now. You've made it in that villa. And your Instagram following is going up because as soon as you get on Love Island and you're one of the 35 or so people that make it into onto the series, your following goes up. Obviously, you don't know that at the time. But mm. you've made it. You know, you've got the creme de la creme. You're part of Love Island Series 4. In your head, how was that for you on day one? And then what did you think on day three when you got booted out the island? Good question. I mean, when I was, like I said, I'm not the type of person to get um, to get excited about something until it actually happens. So I never got excited about it, even though, even pre pre walking into the villa. We were in a casting villa for two or three days beforehand, so I was already in uh, out in Mallorca, and then I didn't get excited until they said, "Right, you're going in." And then that was when we were then walking in the villa. Then I kind of it felt kind of real, if you like. 
and then obviously getting kicked out. For me, you just got to kind of take it on the chin, I think. I think that um, the situation that I got chucked in there at was obviously a very difficult one. I think if I'd have gone on from the start, um, it would have been a lot different. But then, you know, watching that make me famous really made me think about exactly how my journey's gone. And it always makes me realise that everything that's happened over the last two years, you know, since coming out of the villa, has really now started to make sense. Even when I first come off the show, you know, you're being pushed and pulled here, there and everywhere to, to PAs, to, to doing sometimes posts that you don't particularly want to do because, you you know, you're, you're getting it drummed into you to think that it's right for you and it's right for your brand. Whereas looking back now, I got a couple of PAs, don't get me wrong, and, and it was obviously good money and stuff. But then I didn't get as many as, let's say, the, the other guys like Wares or whatever. And it's it made me realize that the reason I didn't get that is because it's not good for to see a fitness guy out into the clubs you know early hours in the morning and training next day and it, it kind of now was looking back it kind of all makes sense at the time don't get me wrong it was kind of like why why am i not getting this why am i why am i not getting that post or why am i not getting this job here there and everywhere and you just think sometimes it takes a certain person to like come out of it stronger i guess but for me i was just like it'll all make sense. Everything happens for a reason in the end of the day. And now I can kind of see that. But I don't think someone's better than me just because they're getting other jobs or things. I don't, I don't even look at it in that way. I don't even look at things as a comparison. Probably one of my strong points in life is the fact that I never compare myself to somebody else. We're all on our own journeys anyway, and that's just the way I look at things. So that's how I dealt with it. I mean, I'm not sure how other people deal with that sort of, sort of thing, but for me, it didn't really affect me. There might have been a, a couple of times where, you know, a couple of days where I'm thinking, why haven't I got that? Or I wish I'd have that. Or then whatever but like I say looking back now it all kind of makes sense you've come out you've got 200,000 followers let's say how easy was it to take that translation and go right here's my 200,000 followers I've been on Love Island right now I want to make my mark on the fitness world and be taken seriously in the fitness world as a fitness instructor as a PT and not just an ex-Love Islander who's looking to get a quick buck is exactly why that um that made me famous it's a great show and i think any, everyone should watch it even if you even if you're not in reality you should definitely look uh, take a look at that because what people see from the outside point of view is completely different you know like everyone's like like we used to one of the clips on that on that show was like one of the guys are oh, you're living it up you're living the life like obviously he wasn't because obviously he ended up trying to take his own life so what you what people see and what people think it's like is actually nothing like it's like oh yeah you've got a lot of you know thousands of followers but it doesn't mean you, every one of them is going to be buying into what you're creating i've noticed over the last three months in lockdown you know i've gained ten thousand followers in the last three months and i'm, I'm losing a thousand followers a week but i'm gaining two thousand new ones and the reason that i'm now creating my brand into the fitness industry is because all i'm doing is everything that i want to do and, it, and it's so natural to me because they're all brands i want to be working with and it's all about fitness and it's all about helping other people out and I don't mind when people leave and, and, and unfollow me because if you unfollow me, it means I'm not going to be no use to you. And when the new people that are coming, I'm going to be able to give them a lot of value and help them um, better their own their own health and well-being. And that's that's what I like to see. And it's taken me a little while to do that. Like when I came out of the villa, I think I had 18,000 followers. You know, I've obviously gained, you know, well over 120,000 since then. So it goes to show that when you... When you come off a show such as Love Island, you have to really work on creating your brand and then people will then you become more established within that industry that you uh, that you want to. And what's the reaction like from your fans? So other than obviously follow and unfollow, do you get DMs of people firstly saying, this is amazing, I'm so glad I found you, um, you're giving great advice. And secondly, do you get other fans saying, right, what are you doing, mate? 
I've watched you on Love Island. I want to see you going kissing girls. I want to see you in the clubs. I don't want to see fitness from you. I didn't sign up for this. So, yes, I get people coming to me all the time, DMs, um, trying to, you know, wanting to help me, um, me helping them with their health and fitness. I have my own online coaching academy, um, which has been absolutely amazing ever since it started. It's only been going six months, but it's since lockdown, it's absolutely kicked off and, you know, helping hundreds and hundreds of people. So I get DMs every single day about, about that, which is great. Um, and I might get the odd few where it's not such as like what you what you said there, but it will be something completely different to uh, training. And, and that's what it's about. Like, you know, you think I've got 100 and whatever thousand followers and but not 100,000 people are going to automatically sign up to your coaching academy because some of them are just there because maybe they, they like the look of me or, you know, they like to see me topless or whatever. And, and nine times out of 10, that is what all it is, really. Tell me a bit more about this academy because this sounds fascinating what you're working on at the moment. Yeah, so it's, it's um, online coaching. Um, it's like one big community, really. So I've got all my members, every single one of them in a, in a Facebook community group. Um, so we're talking to them every single day. They've got my full support, 24 hours. You know, on sign up, they'll get uh, themselves uh, a nutritional program and training program specifically designed for their goals. Um, and everyone's different at the end of the day, so they can literally change anything they want at any time. So let's say I gave them over a nutritional program or even a training program and there was an exercise they didn't like or a meal they didn't like, they can just drop me an email saying, Kieran, I don't like meal two on Thursday. Please might drop, uh, you know, change this out for something else. And there's always options that I can give to them, but they can literally choose whatever they want. I just then create the portion sizes to match up to their calories and their macros um, and make sure that matches up to their goals as well. Um, it's super, super amazing. Like the amount of um, results that I've been getting off my clients, especially through lockdown, has been um, has been amazing, and it's it's great. You know, I get a lot of um, a lot of benefit out of, um, out of out of seeing my clients make amazing results. Well, the problem I've got is is I'm doing in lockdown about four hours walking a day, and I'm very happy doing four hours walking. And back in the day, pre-lockdown, I would always walk, and that's how I lost my weight. And now I can't stop eating, but then I can't stop walking. And my weight is plateaued and I need to get it down. Doing a fitness plan, is it sustainable though? Because I find that with the workouts, so for example, you give me a tailored workout that you'll never do a beginner's level and I'm always too scared to go. So, you know, the couch to 5K, week one, week two, week three were perfect. I couldn't get to week four. My body couldn't move to week four and get running for five minutes straight and then that put me off so how do you make sure that your clients stay on plan and can carry on building it up without getting put off so on the on sign up you got um you got a load of questions there and then uh, all the questions that they answer is obviously about them so they can't really get it wrong um it's about their activity levels it's about how uh, experienced they are um obviously you can choose beginner intermediate or advanced and then once they've signed up, um, we'll then get in touch with those. And then we'll, I'll say to them, look, let's go through your, your sign-up form, making sure we've got everything correct because I don't want to give you the wrong uh, meal program just in case they did like a little typo or something like that. Um, and um, we, can, we have check-ins every single week. So every, every Monday, um, they've got to make sure they've got their check-in forms sent back to me with their pictures. And if there's something I, I maybe think, right, we need to change, then we'll change it there and then. But nine times out of ten, um, as long as they stick to the plan for the four weeks, they then get a re- new program completely and it's normally fine. But if there's anything that we need to change drastically halfway through that first four-week period, 
then we will. But at the end of the day, as long as they stick to the numbers and I give them in terms of the calories, they will be making the results that they want. I still work at a gym in the city and with a couple of personal clients. Um, and I've, I've been getting uh, obviously emails and updates from the, the guys that who own it. And they're saying just stock up on PPE because when we go back, we're going to have to be wearing masks and all sorts. And it'd be great to get to especially see, you know, smaller gym businesses open back up again because I know they'll be struggling. Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I know it's going to be even more harder to motivate yourself, but if you want to get somewhere, you've got to work for it at the end of the day. So, you know, you just have to suck that one up and just try and get on with it. Well, that's the honest thing, I think, is that you've got to get on with it. I think, you know, when we all went into lockdown 14 weeks ago, it was great. It was like, yeah, someone holiday, I can eat what I want. I can go nostalgic with food. And then it gets to the point where you're just like, I literally am bored of food. I'm just going to order mm. another takeaway because there's only so much cooking one can do. I know, I know. And the thing is, I think I think since lockdown's happened, I think it's made a lot of people realise that actually, do you know what? I don't actually need to eat this much food. I'm just eating out of boredom. So they've kind of trained themselves, you know, subconsciously really to like not just eat because they're bored and actually track their food because they've got more time to do it. And also the cooking. If you're at home for 24 hours a day, you've got time to to cook, you know, your breakfast, lunch and dinner. So you haven't got to worry about lunch on the go and, and worry about picking up something that's just as just it's quick and potentially be uh, unhealthy. But um, And also, you know, you can make serious results from home and it, it's been proven by a lot, of, uh, a lot of people out there. And what about home workouts? What's your tips? Because I want to do a workout and I put Joe Wicks on, right? No, not even, there's no chance. <laughs> I'll watch it for two minutes instead. Is it easy on YouTube to actually find a workout that suits your body? Because they always seem to be so universal. Um, so I obviously hold, um, I do Instagram live pretty much at least four days a week um, at 10 a.m. Um, and I'll either bring someone else to my page to mix up a little bit. Um, I've obviously got quite a lot of girl following, so I'll get a couple of my girl PT friends to come and get involved with us. So we'll do a split screen Instagram live, which is going to help with the motivation. Um, and a lot of people, you know, they, they love it. They jump on it and they say, oh, thanks for that. I needed that and et cetera. And I'm always, I'm always quite honest as well with everything I, I kind of say and do. So I get up, I do my sessions and I say to the guys, look, the last thing I want to be doing right now is doing burpees in my living room. I don't want to be doing that. And it's kind of relatable to them. But I said that I'm going to do it because after I've done it, I'm going to feel good. And they kind of go, right, let's just get on with it and do it. And that's the kind of mindset I'm trying to uh, show people. My tips on home workouts would just be pick five simple exercises that you actually enjoy doing. Um, and pick a number of reps you want to do, a number of sets, um, and just stick to that. Uh, just you know, for thirty minutes or whatever. Um, because if you're not, if you're going to be following someone on Instagram or let's say YouTube that necessarily don't like them, um, how they come across or the way they don't motivate you as much as you maybe thought, or even do an exercise you don't enjoy, you, that's not going to be sustainable. Because it's, let's say it's six o'clock or seven thirty, whatever your alarm goes off, and you're not looking forward to the workout, you're not looking forward to hearing that guy's voice you're not going to get out of bed and do it. So you need to find um, you know, four or five exercises that you actually enjoy doing and just stick to those ones. But I'm more than going to break the floorboards, mate. What do I do? <laughs> you what? I'm more than going to break the floorboards. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm going to start doing burpees on my floor. I'm in a flat. I don't know if the flat sustains that, if they actually have the flooring underneath it that um, can actually sustain my big fat body. The plasterboard's falling down downstairs. <laughs> exactly. What am I then going to do? I'm going to be stuck. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. I want to make a deal with you on the podcast. Let's do some business. This academy of yours, I want to sign up to it. Where do I go? It's um, in the link in my bio. Uh, so my website is www.kiranickersacademy.com. 
um, literally just click sign up and then you'll be straight straight taken through to um, the sign up form and you answer loads of questions on there. Once you've got your sign up form over to me, uh, I'll then be in touch talking to you about your form and seeing if you've got every, every single uh, question you've got it right just in case let's say for instance the accent or typo on your weight um, I need your weight in pounds to work out your calories and your macros let's just say for instance you put I don't know let's just say you put one be careful what you're about to say mate <laughs> let's just say you put one nine eight pounds but you meant to put one seven nine pounds that 20 pounds is going to make a hell of a difference to what's your that calories. in kilograms uh one nine eight pounds is around 80, no, 90 kilograms. The thing about home workouts, though, is that everyone can do them. That's that's the whole idea, is that they're so, you know, everyone can do them. They're just bodyweight stuff, burpees, you know, jumping lunges, squats, press-ups. You know, if you can't do them, there's there's regressions that we can all do, and, and you know, we run through those as well. Fine. I'm going to go and sign up to your academy right now. Um, I hope there's a mate to rate because my wallet isn't that big. <laughs> One quite final question. I've had people doing your workouts that are basically looking to have a phone call with you and therefore they've signed up to it with no interest in actually doing the work. But they're like, oh, look, it's a celebrity and I can get a celebrity's phone number. Mm. Well, I don't give up my number anyway. Um, it's all it's all email, but I, obviously I'll get a lot of DMs. Um, so the thing about, obviously, I get stupid amounts of DMs and I always tell my clients, I said, look, I don't DM me because I will miss it. That's why I said if you email me, I'll just go through all my um, all my client emails on, in one day um, and just go through them all. So I have kind of got them all out of my inbox, but they'll always they'll always try it. They'll always you know slide back in and say, oh, can you just change this for me? Can you change that for me? I'm like, yeah, but it's a Sunday at nine o'clock. I'm not going to remember this tomorrow morning. So <laughs> drop me an email and I'll go through all the emails tomorrow and we'll get it done. to Kieran Nichols talking to me here on Circadian Square. What a guy. I think Make Me Famous is so worthy to watch on the iPlayer. You really do need to see it. It really depicts what it's like to be a reality star in today's modern age of social media and the factors around you that aren't just being on a show but what happens before and what happens after. And it was great to talk to Kieran about fitness. My fitness hasn't been great, let's all be honest. I put on a bit of weight, not as much as I thought I would put on, but the walking is obviously helping, but I do really need to get into these home workouts. I'm definitely going to check out Kieran's Academy on his bio. You've been listening to Kieran's Kid with me, Johnny Steve. If you like what you've heard, please do rate the podcast, please like the podcast, and please subscribe to the podcast. I can't make this podcast successful without your help. Next week, we have an amazing, amazing, amazing woman that I can't wait for you to hear. It's a dear friend of mine. It's Loose Woman's Denise Welsh. And she's talking about the unwelcome visitor, all about depression. It's going to be a hard listen. I'm warning you now. It's really going to be a hard listen. I've been reading her book and I'm finding it hard. So look out for that on next Friday when it's ready to download, ready for you to listen to. Kieran Nichols, you can find him on Instagram and do join his Fitness Academy. Until next time, I've been Johnny Seifert. Thank you and goodbye. Secure the Insecure with Johnny Seifert is sponsored by Jennings and Co-Financial Planning. Helping to make sense of money. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.